On Yacht Rock, Yacht and Yacht, Volume 90. You wrote in songs and you asked us, are these songs Yacht Rock or Yacht? Well, we're going to rate them on the Yachtsky scale. Songs 50 and above are Yacht Rock songs. Songs below 50 are Yacht Rock. We're really good at this. My name is J.D. Riznar. My name is Hollywood Steve. I'm Dave Hunter. First songs written in by Hartford Yacht Goats at Goats Yacht DJ. I'll, I'll do almost anything that they write in. Have we ever talked about what a great job these guys are doing? Yes. Good. Jay Gruska Cancun is the name of this song. Uh, and they write, Max's Superhunk Jay Gruska flirts with tropical marimba nyat stylings on this controversial song from 1984 solo album. Is he cunning enough to turn yuck into yum and move the tune off the Cancun beach and onto the boat? Go Pats. Hashtag yada <laughs> Uh, yeah, I recently listened to this album because I was hoping to find some Gruska soloed. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I'm not so sure about his yachtiness, so I guess we'll find out today. Um, he's definitely going full 80s on this, but he is from Maxis, so he can only go so 80s. Um, I'm pretty sure, and, I'm <laughs> and also other things uh, about this is I'm pretty sure he had a kid during this time um, because that's what the weird ass album illustration uh, is telling me and I don't know if you guys saw it but it's basically you know uh, the like evolution of, of man from like ape to sure. standing yeah. up human well it's just Jay Gruska uh, uh, like four times and then the last one he's holding on to a baby oh okay I, I <laughs> huh. never saw it up close but yeah okay wow and so it's either he had a baby and he's uh, he's growing up as a as a man evolving if you will yeah or he uh, just stole a kid <laughs> thing is if it, it looks like it looks like he, he it looks like he um made himself invisible stole a kid and then slowly became more visible like i got my i got the kid i stole thing is though if you steal a kid and you put a photo of it on your album cover you're just asking to be caught well here's the thing it's i don't well, maybe think, he wants to be caught i don't well, think a lot of criminals do i don't think it's on every album cover um it's the most of the album covers are him it's the same thing except the last one he's just like just just goofy gr- gruska <laughs> just standing there but then when you <laughs> open it up and goofy take gruss take the album out on the on the on the on the record sleeve mm-hmm. it continues ah. and then there's a baby at the end of that one wow Okay, so you got to search for the kidnapping. Yeah, and I think it may may have also came out as a gatefold, and you might see it in there too. Oh. Is, is the implication that he reproduced a, via asexual budding? I don't, because there's no woman anywhere on this poster, from what you're well, telling me. Well, they're not going to show him fucking Steve. No, but you, you show him hand in hand with his wife. Uh, or lover. The, it's not the same. Yeah, or lover. It's the seventies, you know. Yeah, they also goes. don't show him sneaking into a no, it was sorry, into, a, into a nursery and uh, slipping the nurse a Mickey and swiping a baby. Listen, he just wants us to fill in the in the gaps of how yeah, he well, evolved. Well, clearly he's given us a lot to think about. For the Caribbean vibes of this song, I think it's a I think it's a yachty song. Yeah, I put it on yeah, the bottom. I don't, I don't this, hear a whole lot of Caribbean in there. This like, reminds me wise. of uh, uh, more There's, than last time of Mark Jordan. 
then uh, yeah. all right. There's, there's not a lot of faux reggae bullshit like here's a your, lot of these types of songs. Here's your Caribbean flavor here. You got some steel drum. It's kind of got that. It's very gentle, though. Very gentle. Yeah, they're not hitting you over the head. It's not like kitschy bullshit. And then once it gets into the song, it's focused more on yacht elements than it is that Caribbean, uh, uh, what do you call it, a gimmick. Yeah, this is just a Marina Del Rey type. uh, type. Isn't there a little bit of... Yeah, probably. Steel drums and that. Anyways, uh, here's some names on this. Uh, I love names. There's a, there are great names throughout the album. This guy made a lot of friends in the Yacht Rock world, but well, on this particular him. song, uh, he also had a baby or stole one. Yeah, Maybe we don't that's know. where he got the baby. <laughs> no one knows. Um, they, so on this particular song, you got Michael Landau, his buddy mm. from uh, Maxis, Abe Laboreal, Carlos Vega, the drummer, uh, Joseph William Williams? Williams, right? Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, a couple of names that we've never heard of, heard of, Michelle and Jenny Gruska. Oh, which one of those had the baby? Just two wives. Which one of those might be missing a Our baby? Or lovers. Um, I think I'd go 60 on this. Yeah, I'm going to go with sub-60. With a 52. I think it's making the boat, but I'm not, like, super jazzed about it. Yeah, I kind of dig it. I don't mind the steel drums. It's a nice yacht ballad. Mm-hmm. Good E piano. I'll give it a 59. This could be, this could definitely be in like Working Girl or something. Like it's definitely heading into the, into the yeah. main 80s. Yeah. And uh, which, but the thing is, is that little Caribbean, that light touch of Caribbean stuff actually helps it, I think, in that case. I think it Takes so, it away yeah. from the busy streets of New York. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, but. But not super high. I'm going to give it a 54 at uh, 56.25. That's Yacht. Yachtsky scale works so well. It's a perfect number for that song. All right. Next song written in by Aaron Robinson via email. Aaron writes, I'd like to offer up Leo Sayers' Easy to Love from 1977. Written by Tom Snow and Carrie Chater. Bonanza personnel, Jeff Vaccaro, Lee Rittenauer, Ray Parker Jr., Michael Amartian, and David Page. To top it off, Leo does a bizarre Boss Gags impression on the verses. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I'd say this album is uh, Leo's best chance to get on the boat. Um, as Aaron said, he, he's... There he is. He's oh, really, wow, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really bossing it up on this. I'm a little um, bothered by how much he's ripping him off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think the reason is because a lot of the personnel was lifted right off of, uh, was lifted from a Boz album. Uh, a lot of the personnel was lifted off of Boz album, which is uh, uh, very similar, which is uh, uh, down two steps to the left or whatever. Uh, very similar personnel. Um, the only thing I hate about, well, this guy. He's very subdued. He's a he's he's a. I always got uh, Leo Sayer and Sam Goodbody. Guys are, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Confused. You know, you guys know Sam Goodbody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows. Do you, you guys that, aren't reacting no. at all. Is that Mr. Goodbody, the guy with the suit? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have his album. Yeah. He. I always thought Leo Sayer was uh, was him in a, which is without the suit. 
He's always wacky. His hands are always up. He's always jumping or doing something. Yeah. He's a little subdued. He subdues himself a little bit, which is why I think this he might make it the boat. What I hate about this is the string arrangements. I don't like the string arrangements on it, but it's not that bad. I, I get I get a real disco funk kind of vibe from this song. That's totally him. And it's, and it's a little bit of a Boz at this time, too. Boz had a lot of stuff like this, too. Yeah, Boz isn't the yachtiest guy. Um... I got Slim Goodbody mixed up with somebody else, too. There was somebody else. Richard Simmons. Yes, yeah. Richard Simmons. Well, they both had that kind of afro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had the white man's perm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got that perm when we were in Reno. <laughs> yeah. It looked great. Leah used to give me those that perm in the last days of my hair. Yeah. I had hair uh-huh. Before special events, there was like a year where every wedding we went to, she gave me that perm. Well, do you remember when we were in New York and we decided to blow dry our hair? <laughs> I don't, but it sounds fun. <laughs> we were in a hotel that had bathrobes, so we're like, let's blow dry our hair. Oh, that's when I had a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Ponytail, JD. But didn't oh. somebody have like an important meeting while that was going on? These guys were writing for. We were, I was writing for Jack Black at the. The. Oh, Kids yeah. Choice Awards, or the VMAs. Yeah, it was the VMAs. Was it the day of the VMAs that I? I, I think so because the night before I stayed up with one of your co-writers and I kept him up too late. I remember somebody commenting on my hair or my blow-dried hair, yeah. but I don't. Anyway. Didn't somebody come in and Dave just? Opened up the sweet door with his dick swinging, and he didn't know it was a. Is that my thing? Is that just? Is, is that another That's, twenty or thirty times? We showed up. You showed up at our hotel where me and yeah, Dan was, Harmon and Drew Hancock were mm-hmm. staying because we were doing. We were on the writing team. Right, and I was in New York for something. And you just showed up. Oh, my room. wife was there because she yeah. was doing a, a, like an Ellen Field piece. But she wasn't there yet. So no. the first couple nights you So just, I was you, crashing you, with you, you until you, she got there. You just hung out. You just slept in me and Dan Harmon's hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the important person I was thinking of was Dan Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, that you were disrupting. He, uh, he, we, we had a good time and he didn't do so well at work the next day. Um, I think our, it was probably with Tony. Uh, maybe. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Let's get back to... Uh, this is good enough for me. I'm going to give this a 55. Hmm, that's not good enough for me. No, I'm, I'm lower than that. I'm 42. You're probably 45. The Boz, the Boz imitation was enough for me. See, the Boz imitation is the only thing pulling me out of like, oh, this is disco kind of mode. Um, that's what I mean. He nailed the boss so well. I gotta give him something. <laughs> uh, you, Dave gave it a 42. You gave it a 45, right? Yeah. I wanna go. I wanna go 47. He, he did such a good job. Yeah, he did do a good job. So, but it's so close to Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Lido left the boat that day. Left the track. And it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not Lido. You want to put Lido on there? There are so many. This is a. Uh, 47.25. Nope. This one's written in by Gary. And Gary writes, Hey guys, I know the answer, but I thought I would submit anyway. You may have coined the term kudos, but my understanding and study of the genre is possibly without peer. Here it is. 
Lee Rittenauer, If I'm Dreaming, Don't Wake Me, 1986. Okay, so are we to... Hold on, I think Gary... (laughs) I think Gary was doing a bit, but he also was sort of not doing a bit, which is why he didn't give us his last name. So we couldn't fully identify him. Right. Also, why he didn't? He says, "I know the answer," but he didn't tell us what the answer is. And it's a good thing he didn't, because if he said this was yacht rock, I might rip my new asshole. But I won't. I think we're free. I think you're free to, because Gary, he didn't give us a la- last name, so it could yeah. be any Gary. So go for it. Gary, you're so smug. <laughs> you think you know everything, but you don't. The spirit of Genyatsky doesn't. He speaks through us, not you. Um, your study of the genre is a waste of time. What you need to do is have a seance for Genioski and try to lure his spirit away from us to you if you want to be such an expert. Mm. And also try to stay away from 1986. Uh, yes. And also I would say if you, uh, if, if you really want to, if you really wanted to make us go like, oh, hmm, this guy does have something. He would have spelled peer. P. Yeah. P-E-I-R. Yeah. The correct way. Throw a little <laughs> pun in there. <laughs> yeah, because but we, you didn't. So we love the, we love the written word. It really uh, it sings to us, and it, it it's it projects uh, on a podcast. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm just saying you had an opportunity to show us how peer worthy you are, and you know what? You missed the boat a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Spending too much time on the. You know what? He took a wrong turn. He was going for the P E I R. Took a wrong turn, went to the P-E-E-R, was hanging out with uh, a cohort instead of being on the pier, and the boat took off. All right. Uh, Let's see. 86, a little bit late. I think, so, okay, I just want to say, did anybody look this up? Because I think that the album cover should get on the boat 100%. You guys know this album cover? (laughs) No. It's a famous album cover. Dave... Give, uh, uh, give, give Steve an honorary uh, Dave Lyon. <laughs> yeah. Gets me every time. Oh, wow. So it's super casual Lee Rittenauer. Yeah, this is the one I was talking about before we uh, before we started so recording. It's Lee and it looks pretty, you know, you look at Lee, he's wearing blue jeans, he's wearing chucks, he's got a, a Hawaiian shirt unbuttoned with a black t-shirt underneath, he's sitting on a stool. Yacht play- for the 80s. Really? Playing, yeah. playing a guitar. Now, the guitar is... a no, actually, the first thing that throws you is the fact that he is in a spacescape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's on a different planet. Mm-hmm. He, he's sitting as if he's trying a new guitar in the guitar store, right? That's his pose. <laughs> Yet he's on a different planet. <laughs> That's the first sign. And then if you look closer, that guitar is fucking weird. Yeah, there's something going on. And, there. and really, this the only like, thing that like, makes sense is that guitar took him to that planet. <laughs> this is the um, Eric Stolten masks <laughs> of guitar. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> of guitars. It's just, you could tell it's a guitar from the sh- general shape of it, but it is fucked up. I think yeah, I it's lo- like one of those things where somebody was like, dude, ergonomics, man. I, th- I, think I figured I out up- how to make a guitar better. Yeah, I think I looked up that guitar and I think... You just made it dumber. <laughs> that was like a special guitar. They were, I think they were hoping to mass produce that. Yeah, it's like, hey, somebody broke your guitar. <laughs> it's crazy, too, because the neck is at a 45-degree angle. I have no idea how this guitar works. I need to find video of... Uh, is there, like, a dulcimer on top of it? Like, I don't get what... 
There is information about that guitar. I don't know if Steve's looking that guitar up right now, but there is. I know. I looked up. Get a better look at it. (laughs) There is. Maybe we could talk about that guitar later. Lee Rittenauer does not look happy to be there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking stranded on this planet. I accidentally. (laughs) I packed my shitty guitar. I packed terribly. (laughs) All I did on Earth was play guitar. And, that, and with a really, with a really nice jazz guitar. What I traveled, and, and now I'm all by myself what with I this traveled, terrible guitar. When I traveled through time, it got bent. <laughs> and there's, now I'm here. But you know, I'm still a cool guy because I got Chuck's on. One of the one of the images on Google is captioned synth guitars. Yeah, it looks like a like a like it's a fake guitar. Yeah, like it's like it's a like you you sort of. You sort of strum a trigger, and you you activate chords with buttons on the neck. It is a very specific guitar. I've oh, this, looked this, it up. Before. I think this is called the synth axe. That's what it is. Yep. That's what it is. It's called the synth axe. That's what it is. And it was. I feel like we've talked about this yeah, before. Maybe we we they tried to push it like it was a real thing, and and this the, this was him. This was like an advertisement. It it, it did double duty as an album cover and. An advertisement in Guitar World. It's also perfectly jazz guitar it's perfectly magazine. designed to be played while sitting down, which is how you really rock. <laughs> you know all those uh, awesome 80s videos of all the rockers playing sitting down? <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, jump. But, do, when, but Lee Rittenauer, this should get on the boat. He should be forced to wear that outfit and play that guitar and bunk with uh, McGruff the Crime Dog. <laughs> Uh, Richard Simmons. <laughs> Richard Simmons. And Garfield. <laughs> and Garfield. <laughs> he should be. He should be in that part of the boat. Oh man. Okay. What well, was? But he is. He is dressed like uh, the guy in college that like is the nerdy party guy. Like your, your yeah. fat party guy friend. Yeah. Like the like the the guy that drives the golf cart around campus and is there way too long. Yeah, it's an outfit where somebody could either be a huge nerd or really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has that guitar with him, and you're like, mm. yep, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, uh, so we have David Foster on keys and synth bass. Uh, Carlos Vega on drums. The Bink is on backgrounds. And uh, we have uh, Horn Dog Larry Williams. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, he, wait, wait. Remind me who the Tommy, bink is. Tommy Funderburg. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tommy Funderburg. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask Steve after I was over if he remembers who the bink was. I did not. You'll, you'll get it the next time. Uh, let's see, Horn Dog. Yeah, Horn Dog Larry Williams. Bah, bah, he dropped bah, bah, the horn for some more synth on this song. This, is, this song is totally synthetic. Uh, and of course, uh, the perfect percussion on this is Paulino. Perfect percussion by Paulino. Uh, and I want to mention, uh, we have Phil Perry is the vocalist on this oh, song. Yeah. And that dude can fucking sing. Yes, he can. I want to make sure everybody knows. And I'd love to give him on the boat. And, do and then yourself, I check. Look, and look him up and watch a video of him because he does not look like whatever you think he looks like. That is not what he looks like. Well, I put I posted a video of um, is it is the song is it you Lee Rittenauer's song is it you and it has the greatest uh, clave performance of mm-hmm. all time the most intense cl- clave performance but the singer on that is is uh, Phil Perry and he, he is the really the re- Perry or Bailey Perry what Phil Perry yeah Phil Where'd Perry Philip Bailey is something totally different. Um, 
it's, but Phil Phil Perry is so intense that he he really he forced the clave player to to take it up ten notches. Anyways, love to get him on the boat. And then I checked, and he's on the boat. I think twice, and he uh, uh, he uh, sang backgrounds on Lazy Nina. Laziness, so he's kind of on the boat, but uh, so the, oh, when you said vocalist, I thought he did leads in Lazy Nina. I was like, no, no, no I no. really wanted Phil and Gaines to be singing. Yes, he was, okay, but good. but then but then there's there's a real strong background vocalist that comes in, and that's him. Okay. And he and I I did a deep dive into Phil Perry, to because I was like, man, I want to get this guy on a boat. I checked out his his like soloish albums, see if he has, doesn't really just pure R and B. It isn't until he gets jazzier that he starts doing this stuff um i think the production of this song is too late 80s to be on the boat um and also the the arrangement is late 80s just a lot of this it feels very late 80s i can see how i like the discussion that it brought but suggesting this song i think we've talked about a lot of interesting things in this segment uh funny guitars and whatnot and Thunderpink and just all sorts of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this one. A, I'm gonna give it a 38. Ooh, wow, oh, that's, that's real low. I'm getting real 50. low. <clears throat> now, JD, do you think you might be sandbagging it just a little bit because this guy was so damn smug? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It's because it sounds like a late '80s song. It, there's not a lot. It sounds. It sounds like a late '80s guitar noodler song. He doesn't like jazz, he doesn't like jazz stuff. And the, but this, the closer, the further in the '80s. This also isn't that jazzy. It's more. He's like not a written hour fan. He's not right. more like a yacht rock song. Yeah, me. I kind of dig it. I'm gonna give it a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting close. <laughs> no, let me. Uh, it's almost on the boat. <laughs> did I say a hundred? I meant forty-eight. Boy, I I, I gave it a. I gave it a 50, but Steve, if you say something, I might dump, I might bump that up a couple numbers. Here, here, here's my thoughts. I I agree with you about the the, the production is getting a little tinny in late 80s, and it's the, the arrangement, all, all all of the the, the I guess the superfluous touches make it sound too late. But to me, underlying the surface of the music. It sounds like a yacht rock song to me. Yeah, especially the vocals. I feel like as a composition, it's it's very much on the boat. Like you know, not super high on the boat for me, but I I, I really feel like it's on the boat. And the number I've had in my head, as I, the more I've listened to it, I'm giving it a 64. Shit. See, I think the vocals are very yachty, and it's like we we've been saying this, but it's the production that completely pulls it out of it. It could see. I don't think it, it doesn't. For me, it doesn't completely pull it out. For 1986, it could could have been a lot worse than this, which makes yeah, which makes me think that Lee Rittenauer's been on that planet for at least a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's a good way to put it. All right. Well, you heard what I gave it, right? I gave yeah. It, I, well, you gave it a 50, right? Yep. And we got a even 50 on this song. Wow. Uh, <laughs> see, you, now Gary's now Gary's right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Gary thought that it was a yacht rock song, then fuck you, Gary. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. This is this is something that we've talked about before, and I think we've just let it go to the wayside. 
50 doesn't necessarily mean that it's Yacht Rock. Right. Right. It means we need to... The thing is, first off, as, we, as we've figured out through, through uh, rating things multiple times, is that our, our error correction, our, our plus minus is about three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if you're at 53, well, I would say 52. Mm-hmm. You could still be below. We could have made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. So, see, and so 50 right there. You're, you're. It's not necessarily. That's, yeah, like, maybe, that's like a zero. Maybe we do a. But I think that's a good. It's a good number for that song too, because it is like I agree that the the arrangement, and the feeling of that song is very yacht rock, but the the production is just so. It, it felt. I, I mean, it's just that we give different weight to the production yeah. versus the. Also, the, it's a perfect score for a shameful bunking of Richard Simmons, Garfield, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and McGruff and I, I there's a there's a Peter Cetera solo album that I love called Solitude Solitaire and that sounded like a it's it's a super 80 sounding album it sounded like a track off of that a lot so that's sort of one of the reasons why it really didn't work for me for that. anyway moving on this is a, these this is a, these are some good ones coming up mm-hmm. yeah this is Brett Jones via email Diantel or Dian Diantel she's French Canadian Tayu your eyes is what I mean. Tezu. 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 When I first heard... when I, I'll give Brad a French accent. When I first heard this song months ago, it felt like it could be yacht, but I kept waffling. Then I saw that Diane Tell is on the boat, which leads me back to the dock with this one. Thank you to the Renault brothers of Twin Peaks yeah, for helping that, me with that. It. That, it, that, yeah. it got there. It got there at the end. Totally yeah, it sounded a little Creole. Yeah, it's, it's a French-based accent. Creole. You said, I thought somebody said French-Canadian. I did, but they're both Creole. French. Creole is a French-based accent. Well, if you're going to be also, that broad Ricky, with your accent, Cajun, I, I guess I understand why they sound like they do. Cajuns came from uh, French I am familiar with Lafayette. Okay, but I like I like Brett's journey that he describes. Uh, he heard it, thought it could be yacht. He's waffling, and then he saw we put a Diane Tell song in the boat. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna submit. The- I like that journey for a yacht. Yeah, you know what? Gary could l- learn a little humility from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Unless you don't think it was like the singer Gary. Ooh, it could have been the handsome dude with the open truck truck yeah. doors behind mm-hmm. him. Yeah, and the in the phone booth. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> So, uh, yes, yeah, so somebody said this lady is a, a Quebecois um, and seems to be an insanely prolific French-Canadian musician. She doesn't have a, a, a Juno. What? But she has a bunch of uh, Felixes, or uh, how would that be? Feli? Feli? Felo? Feli? Feli? Felix. Felix? Felix. Um, which appears to be the French Juno. Mm. I think there's a bit of a... <laughs> issue up there the fruno uh yeah and it's and it seems like the uh yacht Kurt connection comes from uh carl marsh who wrote a bunch of uh, stuff uh, and played a bunch of stuff and arranged a bunch of stuff on this album um he worked in la and memphis in the 70s and then chanson which is uh french pop music right that's, that's, that's yeah, a chanson chanson yeah it's, it's sort of a folk if I, it's kind of like sing-along music is it but is it's it, also is literally it, just the french word for song yeah, right right but any certain- french song that's that's secular essentially but 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 it's mostly in like music production 
It's and complicated because they also they also have like places that they call chansons where you go and you sing songs that are sort of like sing-along type. That you have dinner and you sing songs. In Discogs, this is under the genre of chanson. Okay. Okay. So it's like I think it's like playful, fun. And like, I just call it French yeah, pop. Yeah. Um. But that. But he did that for some reason in the '80s, and then he went to Nashville, and um. And I only looked that up because I recognize the name Bob Ray on this, which is one of the only non-French names, somebody not named Jean-Pierre or Jean-Luc. Um, and uh, he was on bass, and he's a Southern Yacht guy. And he somehow he made it on this album in Qu- Quebec. Uh, and I assume that was Carl's doing. But this sounds very yachty to me. It's got a nice shuffle yeah. drum beat. I'm listening yeah, to the drum exactly. beat. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking There's that. nothing about this that doesn't sound... Yachty, except for maybe not it not being in English, so I don't know what she's talking about. She could be really shitting on the ocean and boats right. and stuff. Well, it's about eyes. It's your eyes. It's kind of like two eyes. Oh, yeah. two. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 the old Brenda, oh, oh. Brenda Russell. Uh, this is a, yeah, this is a nice song. This is one of the best yacht rock songs we've heard in a couple episodes. It's a, it's a, it's. I don't. I, I wouldn't say it's the best, but I would say it's the most refreshing. Yeah, it's the best that we've heard. I think it's it's gonna rate. It, it higher opened than up that. a it opened up a new world for us. Oh, that's listen nice. To that. oh yeah. There's nothing about it that's All right, Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. This is in the '80s. This so is nice. here's the thing. I'll say this about this song. This is one of those songs I'm, I've only heard it a couple times, and today. But this is one of those songs that I might hear more, and it keeps getting better and better to the point that you yeah. want to keep elevating it. Yeah. Right. Like oh, Frank like, Stallone. I can easily give this a score in the 80s. Yeah, it's 85 for me. 84. Oh, I was thinking 77. Well, you're wrong, Steve. Mm, no, I think I'm right. You, you know what? It, you, you, really, you really turned me around. I apologize. So we had an 84, 77, 85. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I'll give this an, an 82. There's something about it that's great. Oh, and we got an 82 overall. That's yacht. I really like Brett. Brett's one of my favorites now. Alex in Chicago wrote this in. Did you plan this, J.D.? Well, I had two suggestions of French songs in, in the in email inbox, so I put them together. Alex in Chicago writes... Yes, was the answer to your question, <laughs> Hunter. It's a good plan. Can we get some more Quebecois ladies on the boat? Dock the yacht in the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Martine St. Clair's Sametine La from her overall very yachty 1982 debut album, Cure Ordinateur. <laughs> Is some primo French Canadian pap rack. No personnel a note other than drummer Pierre Herbert, who also played on the already on the boat Jerevians by Jills Rivard. But here's the here is plenty of Rhodesy <laughs> Got Minnesotan. Plenty of Rhodesy piano, great bounce, and an extremely strong guitar solo uh, in the track. Closes the track. Thanks, Alex. Uh, yeah, again, I looked this up. Don't think she has a Juno, but she's got a bunch of Felix. Felix. Uh, Felix. Uh, uh, and I, 
And here's the thing, okay, I think we've opened up a, a new case of, a new subgenre, a yachtson, if you will. <laughs> um, and I looked at, and I assume if that is a thing that exists and, and this, and we found two things that kind of might make the boat up in that general area, I assume it was Gino Vanelli who introduced it. And I looked it up. And she collaborated him with on the song Wheels of Life in 1978 oh, on, yeah. on Gino Vanelli's Brother to Brother album, I think. Anyways. Frère du frère. Frère à frère. So that's your Chicago accent. Yeah. I would love to see. I think that accent traveled. Yeah. It traveled a little bit. I would love to see you play Al Capone. That's a great, lake, that's a great Lakes accent. With that accent. Yeah, I would, I would, I would pay to watch that movie. Hey, watch your back! It's Valentine's Day. Don't you know? <laughs> Listen, the mob had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, summer homes in Wisconsin. Yeah, and Sagatack. Well, yeah, he wanted to be on the border because he was running Sagatack, Michigan. Uh, all right, beautiful area. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about this one? This one, this this definitely doesn't that, rate as high, but yeah, it's I, not jumping yeah. out at me quite as much as the last. This one. isn't slapping as much as the last one was. It's from '82. It feels, it's got the feel of an, an early '70s pop song. Not in the. Listen to this. That's pretty smooth, jazzy. Yeah, I'd, I'd put this in the high '50s. Drum beats good. It's yeah, a very a little, smooth jazz guitar. A little shuffle going on there. See, before this this part came in, I was getting more of an Olivia Newton-John vibe off of her. Like, real close, but... Good open. It's, it, it gets close to spacey. It's not quite... It's not quite there, though. It's not quite spacey. I think, no. that's, a, I think that's a Fender Rhodes. Oh, yeah. I'll put this on the boat. Yeah, this is sounding I'm, pretty boaty here. I'm going to go 59. I'm going to go 53. It's not a super party song, but it's uh, it's on the boat for me. Yatson. Subjean. You know, the first the first French song that we rated is still one of my favorites. Is that it's mentioned in this in this email, Je Reviens, by Gilles Rivard. That song is awesome. Je Reviens. There might be a reason. Might be a subgenre up there. Yeah. Uh, 56 for me. Uh, yeah, I was just going to go 56 also. We got a 56 overall. That's I, nailed the, I nailed the last three scores with my scores. <laughs> Good we're, for you. Yeah, yeah we're, all, we're really impressed. Yeah, thanks. You know what happens? He rates them last and he averages it all. No, yeah. I gave the 50 before Steve gave a 64. All right, this is um, an interesting one. This is a one. good one. Written in by Richie1250. is George Benson, no one emotion. He wrote this in via email at beyondyachtrock at gmail.com. It's a good place to submit yacht and yachts. It, yeah. like, it seems like some thoughtful people are writing in there. Mm-hmm. Other than the trash on Twitter. They're just putting... Are you, are you saying thoughtful people stay off Twitter? Because that seems like a sound thesis. Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, Richie writes, hey, 1984, and the driver beat and synth sound pushes it more toward that Miami Vice territory, but it's still pretty smooth and has a veritable bonanza personnel. Jerry Hay on the horns, Paulino on the on the perks, Patty Austin on BV, Steve Farone on drums, Russ Tittleman on drum machine, and a sweet guitar solo by Q-approved Michael. Is it Q-approved? Q-approved. Michael Ozum Zambello. Michael Ozum Zambello. Uh, so uh, this one's already in my rotation. This is on my uh, smooth exercise list. Ooh, uh, I love this song. It's, it's got that. It's a, I think hard driving yacht is best yacht. Uh, and and but feels more like maniac by. Like, yeah, I don't know if it, that's the thing. I don't know if. Well, no, I do. I do think this is a yacht rock song. Uh, I think. This is this is a good yacht pocket on this to me, if I would defend it. Also, I think this song might be 1985, and uh, the synth is a little overwhelming. But I think they there's 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 a little uh, there's little flourishes of sort of like that. Yeah. Of non yeah. non eight like stuff that you wouldn't expect on a full synth thing. Like just the little there's, touches in there. There's like little logins kind of stuff like the what's his other song from Footloose? This is George yeah. Benson kind of crossing the hold line if you ask me with a with a very Eddie Van Halen-esque guitar solo. See, I think there's some uh, the more rock and log line in here. Like Kenny Loggins more rock and stuff. I think it's like Kenny Loggins off the boat. Was it Heaven Heaven Helps the Man? Yeah. 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 That's not Logline. That's that's Loggins off the boat. Um, This doesn't... uh, Was it it Richard Page's uh, um, solo? Was it Richard Page or was it... Uh, Yeah, Page's, Page's, Page's. No. No, David Pack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This reminds me of which, which is definitely a direct solo album. One pack. Um, no, no one, nothing. This is kind of a snake charmer for George Benson. Definitely. But this is this is the this is to me almost like quintessential '80s yacht. It's got a it's got a driving synth that has replaced Jeff Ricaro <laughs> on, on the and. A little more dancier, but still has a little brass section in there and a pretty pretty awesome loop guitar. I mean, I'd agree with you. I'd say if Yacht went in the late 80s, this would be the sound. No, 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 no. Mid-80s. What I mean, late 80s, 84. Mm-hmm. Late 80s for Yacht. Okay. I okay. mean, 84. Yeah, I don't feel it for the boat. No, it's, it's almost got like... This it's, it's a, not it's out of the out the tempo's too fast it's out of the out pocket it's not quite vice rock but it's closer to that than than yacht nah, it's not voice rock at all I don't even I don't understand what's yacht about it at all the the beat is straight I'm listening to drums a lot in this episode the beat's very straightforward. The arrangement's a little interesting. Chord progressions. This part here is Yachty. Well, this is where it starts to turn. Yeah, okay. We haven't even gotten to the little uh, little uh, brass instruments coming in. 
See, this is to me. This is a, that's a this is a yacht rock song. This part. See, to me, this is just like pure '80s pop. It's, it's '80s yacht rock to me. I give this uh, Hunter. Why don't you give your number first? It's not high. It's I'll I'll give this a 54. I am. You convinced me up to a 49, right along the edge. There's like this driving. Ah, like, no, no, 42. I, I'm sorry. That like last this, thing that, that happened. That driving bass. That do 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 do. To me, that makes it like a darker. That's, that's the 80s seeping in, but everything else is still there. It's no. like it's like Gene Balboa kidnapped George Benson and made him write a soundtrack song. <laughs> See, the David Pack song. Then we have to go go back to that at some point because this is not that different from that song. Did we put that on the boat? Oh, very much so. I'll go 46 on this. And 62.75. Um, and... Oh, the David Pack song is? Yeah. And what's it called? Can we listen to the David yeah. Pack song real quick? From the same year, we have... I just can't... What is it? Well, we have two. And they both got mid-60s. What, what's one of them? She don't. What's the other one? My baby. Oh, she don't come around anymore. Yeah. Okay. We put this in the boat in the 60s? When did we rate it? What episode is that from? Are you on the... But... This is a jam. 60, uh, it was uh, not 35. Okay, here's the thing. Is this... So, like, yeah. Michael McDonald stuff from this era tends to get on the boat? Maybe this is the song of the 60s? But this is different than the other than the song we were just listening to. This sounds more like Michael McDonald. The other one sounds more like Laura Branigan. Um, okay. Let's go back to... I'm just I'm just listening to the percussion. Also, the Michael McDonald song. sings background vocals on here. <laughs> I know. It was in our show. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're suggesting that we all remember what was in our shows? <laughs> no, no, no. This was in our Touched by Logins, what started our... Oh, podcast. oh, oh. Yes, I do expect you to remember that, Steve. <laughs> See, this is the sound. This is the Yacht uh, Rock 80 sound. This... See, I hear that more in the melody of that song. I mean, it's... The rhythm section setup is kind of similar, but I think this is a little more driving, and it makes me think more of a an '80s soundtrack yeah, and song. This, and this synth is so discordant; it just it, it. There's nothing smooth about this song, other than like George Benson's vocals. Even his guitar solo is hard-edged. Yeah, well, I don't hate that. Yeah, it's a little sultry. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, Forty-two. One of us really liked those late 80s, mid 80s David Pack stuff. One of us did. I'm sure it was me. Was it me? It was Steve. No. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's why it's in the 60s. Why can't I find um, Yeah, so I gave, it a, I gave it a 54. Yeah, JD gave it a 42. I think. I gave David Pack? Oh. No. You gave it. Well, I don't know. Do you, need, do you want me to tell you? No, I'm looking now. Wow, Steve gave that David Pack song an 81. I did. Oh wow! And he, yeah. and he gave the other one a 78. 
Yeah, wow, yeah. You really um, lifted those. <laughs> wow, yeah, I was... Man, it's kind of glaring. It's almost like David Peck might have slipped Steve a couple bucks. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's consistent in that it's it's a difference. Than 1976 is way different than 1984. Right. And there's a different type of smooth going on with that sort of. There's going to be more acoustic guitars over there, and there's going to be a lot more synths, and we have to be a I little know, more this forgiving. Is, this is not like this. Like, All right. I, I think it's very much. I think it's very close. I've rated it lower than the other one, but I think it's extremely close to the it's, 1985. David Pack solo yeah, stuff. It's, that it's we interesting. Put it's interesting to me that in all of these, like we're kind of like I'm looking at both David Pack songs we've rated. JD gave one of 56 and one of 58. Hunter was in the 60s on the on both. Steve won 78 and 81, and I was 53 and 54. And these were 50 episodes apart from each other. Well, what's that other David Pack song called? Uh, My, My baby. baby. <laughs> Which I don't remember that one at all. Me neither. See, this is not this. See, I was only thinking about the other. This is this is not the same type of '80s as, as those yeah. other two. But it's, it's a little new wop in there. What the heck got this on the boat? Probably that right there. Maybe. That was only a few episodes ago. That was '81. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I rated this in the '50s. Yeah. Yeah. You put it at '58. Yeah. Steve put it at a 78. Yeah, it sounds about right to me. Oh, this, it can be a Yachty new op sound. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I want to hear the chorus of this, even though we don't have to read it. I'm just very <laughs> curious. I asked, uh, David Pack is definitely paying Steve to get hired. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty yachty. <laughs> Stop playing just the beginning of this. Get in, get in there. Get in there so yeah, we hear some of those horns. Taste the meat. Who still has to rate it? I do. Uh, Dave, did you give a number? I you, were, think, you, were, uh, you were starting yeah. to float, uh, calculate a number. I don't no, I think I, I think I gave it a 48. Okay. And Steve? I, where, I, where I keep going back and forth on this one is with the melody. The melody is what's not quite pulling me in. I, there's, there's, there isn't much in the like the, the main chorus hook. Like there's not much that's pulling me into like, holy shit, this is a yacht composition. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a 51. 48.75. Relax, JD. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Thank you, Gene. It's a three-point uh, error on there. So it's within it's within a margin of error. Send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht and Yacht. Um, if you have a thoughtful and good request, email it to beyondyachtrock at gmail.com. Or if you're going to be smug and give us a big diatribe about how smart you are about Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. Hey, without, uh, without fear. Also, the email. 
Uh, go to yachtingyacht.com to look at the Yachtsky scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patricology at Hand Gloms for putting that together. It's so beautiful. Yachtingyacht.com. Find the certified yacht playlist by following JD Riznar on Spotify. It's archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill the Voice on Twitter. Playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. You follow him on Twitter at Wingnoid, and he'll tell you when he updates it. And then you can look at the YouTube. I had tacos with that guy when he came to L.A. He's a nice we, guy? Uh, yeah, real nice guy. Yeah? Yeah. What does he look like? He's a, he's a tall, affable Australian. He's Australian? Yeah. Oh, man. Why did you tell me he was Australian? I love Australia. I thought you knew. I had no idea. I might have known, but I didn't. I just saw that some dumb guy from the Midwest coming trying to get a little... Free taco from Steve. Yeah, that's their agenda. <laughs> Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram, like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, go to yachtrock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumper by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Bruso. Network.